You're listening to the Paul Hutchings Podcast, brought to you by paulhutchings.net, teaching you to be free through principle-centered lessons on personal development, online marketing, and financial literacy. Hey, 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 what's going on, friends and fellow Freedom Crusaders? It is another edition of the Paul Hetchings Podcast, and today is episode nine. The title for today's episode is the top three phrases used by the smartest people I know. And I'm really excited about this content that I'm going to be passing along. I want to encourage you to tune in, pay attention, stay engaged. I think this information can really benefit you and I as we continue moving forward on our journeys to freedom and beyond. Before I get into the content today, I did want to just give you a quick overview of something that I've been doing on the podcast. You may have noticed it. Maybe you haven't noticed it. As I mentioned in the opening episodes, this podcast is dedicated to personal development, online marketing, and financial freedom. And what I've been doing with each episode is cycling through each of those topics. So today is personal development. Next week will be online marketing. Then the following week will be financial freedom. And then we'll cycle back through those topics. And at some point in the future, I imagine I will begin to do interviews with amazing, successful people. I think that will be a lot of fun. But what I want to do in the beginning is organize all of the most valuable, important knowledge that helped me to get to where I am and lay it out methodically in this podcast so that someone who's just getting started can consume the content and get some of the most important pieces of information to help them on their journey. So let's go ahead and get into the episode today. Of course, I've got to start out with a story. Some time ago, I had an interesting experience. One of my best friends who is a very successful, business owner with many employees, this person has a big company, came to me frustrated and filled with anxiety because there were some big issues going on in the business and my friend was feeling overwhelmed and not quite sure how to move forward and just really frustrated with the situation. And so me being someone who really wants to help people as much as I can, of course, I listened to what my friend was sharing. And after I got done listening, I made a suggestion. And the suggestion was one of the things you might consider doing is pulling out a sheet of paper or a Word document and writing down the different options that you have available to you for moving out of this negative situation and into a more positive situation. I said to my friend, what I find is that occasionally if I have too many things bouncing around in my brain, I can get confused, I can get anxious, and if I can get those ideas out of my head and organized onto some platform that I can look at them on, that can help. And so my friend said, yeah, that that actually sounds like a really great idea. I told my friend, hey, if you would like, I would love to help you do this and just be a mastermind partner. I can write the ideas down, I can ask questions and we can kind of go through this process. Well, my friend decided to take me up on this offer and he said, Paul, I'd really appreciate it if you would do that. And I was excited to do that, right? Because as friends, we help friends. Long story short, we ended up having this mastermind session and it was about an hour and a half. And when we got done, my friend said something very interesting to me. He said, Paul, thank you so much. This has been really valuable. One of the things that I like about you, Paul, or that I noticed about you is that not once through this entire process, process, did you tell me what I should do? He said, most people want to tell you what you should do. They want to say, hey, you should do this. You should do that. Here, I've got the solution for you. He said, Paul, what you've done for me in this last hour 
is you've done a really great job of asking me questions and helping me to think through the different things I needed to think through so that I could find the best solution for myself and my path moving forward. I said, thank you so much for that compliment. I really appreciate it. And then I said to my friend, I think in part, that's because I'm one of the few people who knows that I don't know anything. And a lot of people think they know everything. That's why they want to tell you what to do. And we had a good chuckle about that. I explained the story to my wife later on and she said, well, don't undercut yourself. You do know a lot of great things. And that is true. I do know some great stuff. Hence the reason for this podcast, I want to try to pass along some of the great things that I know. But the lesson remains, if you know that your knowledge is limited, you open yourself up for the opportunity to actually learn something. And in addition to that, you also open yourself up for the opportunity to listen to other people and develop great relationships. And that leads us to the three top phrases used by the smartest people I know. Da 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 da, are you ready for them? And what's interesting about these phrases is they are counterintuitive. If you think of the smartest people in the world and you think about what would be the phrases that they use the most, you might conclude that they would say something profound or something knowledge-filled or something jam-packed with all of this information that they've gathered from their brilliance and their research over their life studies or their life work. What I'm going to propose is that it's actually the opposite of that. The smartest people will actually say things that are opposite to what we might think they would say. And I want to give you these right now. So number one phrase used by the smartest people that I know, I don't know. I don't know. Super smart people are willing to admit that they don't know when asked about an area of knowledge that they are not specifically and intimately familiar with. Whereas the masses will oftentimes like to give the impression that they know everything. Ask them about anything. They've got an opinion on it, right? I wanted to give you just one quick little story on this I don't know phrase. So a couple of weeks ago on Twitter, one of my friends commented on some lady's post where where she was complaining about people who live in rural communities who were opposed to getting the vaccine for the coronavirus. And she said specifically, I'm so sick and tired of these rural people saying they won't get the vaccine unless they are forced to. I'm just sick of it. And then she went on to say, please think about all the people that you're harming by not getting this vaccine. And I saw that pop up in my newsfeed and typically I will just ignore those types of things. But for whatever reason, I was feeling a little spunky that day. And so I commented this simple statement, good thing you have the freedom not to listen. <laughs> you know, If it's annoying you so much, just shut it off. Don't listen. And after I posted that, I knew it was going to create negative kickback for me. I just knew it. I thought, oh, Paul, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have posted that. You should have just let it go by. And sure enough, she retweeted my comment and she said this, if it didn't impact on others, I wouldn't give a F about your hideously incorrect opinions on vaccination, but your choices are killing people. Not to mention and the millions, including me, who can't work while this pandemic continues. It's beyond selfish. Now, I want to rewind to the thing that I said. All I said was, good thing you have the freedom not to listen. And that launched this angry tirade against me where she assumed all of these things about me that may or may not be true. In the context of this phrase, I don't know, I think this is a great topic to 
ponder upon. So the vaccine with the coronavirus, I want you to think about this for a second. This lady that made this comment, she's a musician, she makes songs. And me, I'm a home business professional. So here's the interesting thing to think about. Does this lady have a degree in epidemiology? No. Does Paul Hutchings have a degree in epidemiology? No. Is this lady a scientist studying the vaccine or the coronavirus every day? No. Is Paul Hutchings a scientist studying the vaccine or the coronavirus every day? No. So the truth of the matter <laughs> is that neither one of us knows <laughs> what the situation is. And all we can really do with any scientific topic is listen to the people who do have the degrees, who are scientists, who we feel like we can trust, and then make the best decision according to that. The big reason I bring this up is because I highly doubt this lady would be willing to admit that she actually doesn't know. Whereas, I believe, I'll be the first to admit, I actually don't know. I don't know what's going on with this topic. All I can do is listen to people who are credible and people that I feel I can trust and then make the best decisions for my family. So I don't know is a really great thing to be able to admit on a topic because it opens up the pathway for more learning, right? For more learning. If you're willing to say, I don't know, you're now open to new information that might help you change a belief. And then of course, the other thing that I don't know does is it opens up the pathway to potentially develop a relationship with someone versus this example I gave where this lady was screaming obscenities at me, <laughs> her arrogance and hubris in asserting that she knew and I was an ignorant country bumpkin. <laughs> it totally destroyed any chance that I'm ever going to have any sort of a relationship with this lady. So that's the first phrase. I don't know. The next phrase is, what do you think? What do you think? There's a great quote from the Dalai Lama that says, when you talk, you are only repeating what you already know, but if you listen, you may learn something new. As I was thinking about this quote in preparation for this episode, I wanted to insert a little footnote and I'm gonna reread the quote and insert my footnote. So he said, when you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. And my footnote is, or think you know. I mean, it would be great if when we spoke, all we spoke was the absolute truth and knowledge. But the fact is, when we speak, we're repeating what we think we know. And some of that might be accurate. Some of it might not be accurate. And so it is imperative that we always listen to others so that we can learn something new like the Dalai Lama pointed out and also discover where we might be wrong. And in this situation that I opened up the episode with, with my friend, I don't know his business intimately. I don't know what's going on with all of the day-to-day -day operations. And so if I had not been willing to ask my friend, what do you think on this? What's your feeling on this? What's going on here? Can you define this word for me that you just used? Because I don't know what this word means. If I had not been asking questions and finding out what he was thinking, there's no way I could have been helpful to him at all. So that phrase, what do you think? It's really great for opening up to new knowledge. And then of course, just like the first phrase, it's a gateway to great relationships. Because as Dale Carnegie points out in How to Win Friends and Influence People, one of the best things we can do in relationships is shut our mouths 
with the exception of asking questions, we get the other people talking, and while they are talking, we are listening, and while we are listening, we are expressing sincere interest, we're expressing honest and sincere compliments from time to time scattered throughout that, and that is an extremely effective relationship building strategy. It works in sales, it works all over the place. People love to talk, that's the truth. People love to talk, people love to share their opinions, people love to have their ideas be heard, and if you can realize that, you can use this as a tool to learn yourself and also build great relationships. So that's number two, what do you think? And that leads us to the last phrase used by the smartest people I know, da 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 da, let's find out. <laughs> so if you don't know and they don't know, great leaders will say, hey, you know, you don't know, I don't know, but let's find out. Let's, let's come up with a hypothesis. Let's apply it in reality. Let's get some results and see what happens. And I thought of another great quote from someone who I think is definitely one of the smartest people in the world that's related to all of this stuff. And this quote comes from Elon Musk. So he is bouncing back and forth between Jeff Bezos for the richest person on the planet title. I would say he's probably pretty smart, right? He's one of the most brilliant engineers on the planet, creating products that blow people away, creating rocket ships, putting satellites in space to give internet access to the entire world in rural areas. I mean, he's doing all these crazy things, right? So you'd say, man, this guy is a genius. And certainly I think he qualifies in the genius category. Here's something that he said that might set you back a little bit. This is Elon Musk. He said, you should take the approach that you're wrong and your goal is to be less wrong. Wow. That is humility. You should take the approach that you're wrong and then your goal is to be less wrong. Because really what we're getting at, friends, is we want to find accurate knowledge. As Napoleon Hill teaches in The Laws of Success, he's got a whole chapter on accurate knowledge. It's one of the laws of success. And I'm going to posit a definition for accurate knowledge. And my definition for accurate knowledge would be information that's relevant to your purpose in life, that's relevant to what you're doing, and it's information that when applied actually works in reality. Actually works in reality, that's accurate knowledge. And a lot of times when people speak, there is a lot of information floating around that might be a theory or might be something that someone heard from someone else and then they're just repeating it. And when we take this information and apply it in real life, it may or may not work. And what we're really looking for is that information that actually works, right? Actually works. And so if we remember these phrases, I don't know, what do you think? Let's find out. I think we will have a much better chance of finding that knowledge that works in reality as we continue to move forward, creating our best lives, watching our dreams come true, being of service to other people. Well, these phrases are really critical. And I want to close out with one of my favorite quotes that absolutely is directly related to this topic. And this comes from Dr. Napoleon Hill. Here's what he wrote. We parade before the enlarged shadows of our own vanity and imagine that those shadows are our real selves, while the few knowing souls with whom we meet stand in the background and look at us with pity or scorn. In the long, hard task of trying to wipe out some of my own ignorance and make way for some of the useful truths of life, I have often seen in my imagination the great marker 
who stands at the gateway of the entrance of life and writes, Poor fool on the brow of those who think they are wise, and poor sinner on the brow of those who believe they are saints. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, my friend. Hopefully it's been of value to you in your life. I want to encourage you to get out there, take action, go for your dreams, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Paul Hutchings Podcast. Take care and bye for now. Hey there, my friend. This is Paul Hutchings. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope this has been a great investment into your better future. To make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes and bonus content, please visit paulhutchings.net and click the podcast link in the menu bar to subscribe. Thanks again for listening, and whatever you do, always go for your dreams.